You are listening to South Florida Sunday. We thank you for being with us. Our next guest is uh, going to talk to us about drowning prevention and summer swim safety for kids from Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. Dr. Holly Neville is with us. Doctor, welcome to South Florida Sunday. Thank you so much, Ron. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, one of the things about the swim safety that uh, people tend to forget about is the weather is usually uh, relatively warm. Uh, swim weather is all year round. There's no such thing as swim season in Florida. It's all year round. So uh, there's a, an additional uh, danger there for young kids because uh, water is accessible and, and enticing all year round, correct? Correct. Absolutely. Um, one of the blessings of living in Florida is the beautiful weather. And certainly during the quarantine, everyone's kids have had a chance to get some exercise in their backyard pools. Um, but Florida uh, leads the nation in, in deaths from drownings. And in Florida, the number one cause of death in kids age one to four is drowning. So it's something we have to be cognizant of year round all the time with our, with our young kids. And so that brings us to Safe Kids Worldwide, and tell us about that. So Safe Kids Worldwide is a, a nonprofit organization that really has, has led the nation in working to help families and communities keep safe from injuries overall, but particularly with drowning prevention. You know, one of the things that's important to know is that the number one thing that, that injures our kids are preventable injuries, things that as parents we could prevent if we just had the knowledge and the resources to do so. So Safe Kids works across the nation with over 400 coalitions and partners to reduce traffic accidents, drownings, burns, poisons, and Joe DiMaggio is one of the lead agencies for Safe Kids Broward since 2007. The Safe Kids organization allows partners that can offer low-cost or no-cost swimming lessons for families that can't afford swim lessons so that all of our kids have an opportunity to learn how to swim. And for those families that can't afford lessons, they have lessons year-round here in our, our sunny state. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about um, uh, uh, watching kids. You know, it, it, I was, it's funny. For, I don't even know why it popped into my head. Because my kids are all grown now, thank God, and, and uh, we managed to get them through childhood without having to worry about uh, a lot of the things that kids face all year round and in the summer in particular. But it only takes a second. I was just thinking that the other day. You know, you can just turn your head for just a moment and it uh, does not take kids long to get into trouble. So uh, other than just uh, keeping an eagle eye on kids, what are some drowning safety tips that, that parents and uh, child uh, caregivers can institute to lessen the dangers of uh, drowning? Of course. Well, every home should look into safe uh, measures for their home, whether it be door alarms, which are our code in the state of Florida, pool fences, um, of course, the very close watchful eye. There is no 100% safe thing, so implementing as many of these measures as possible can help keep our kids safe. Most kids under most kids, period, drown in, in either pools or open water. It's only the very small kids that have a higher risk of drowning in bathtubs or things like that. These things, if you have your small child in a bathtub, they must be watched 100% of the time. One of the things that I really like to talk to people about is something called a water watcher. In Florida, we all have pool parties, birthday parties for parents, for the kids, for the end of the school year, any occasion. 
And it's really easy in a large group of people with a large group of kids for no one to realize that not a single parent has taken the responsibility for watching that pool. If you're able to, hire a lifeguard. Many organizations offer low-cost lifeguards. If you're not able to, then have a water watcher. On safekids.org, you can actually download a water watcher lanyard. You put it on the adult at whichever time the party starts, and that person is responsible for watching the water for 15 minutes to a half hour. When they're done with their shift, they hand the water watcher lanyard over to the next responsible adult. And this really creates a system of buy-in from the parents. Someone is responsible for watching that water all the time so that nobody gets caught up running in to get a drink, watching the next touchdown. Mm -hmm. You don't miss out on on a, a second where a child could get into trouble. And am I wrong? Are uh, other things like learning CPR and other life-saving skills and even uh, being certified as a lifeguard is something that's very quick and easy to do uh, and can also have big dividends? Actually, you're absolutely right. Always quick and easy to do. As my kids grew up, I had my son get lifeguard training, and he was my lifeguard for my younger kids' pool parties. And obviously, it was really nice to have a built-in lifeguard that I just had to offer extra food and 10 bucks. However, it's easy for anyone to get lifeguard training. And I think as parents or caretakers, learning CPR, you can do it at your local community center. These classes are, are very inexpensive and easy to do. It's a valuable skill set for taking care of your little ones. It helps with um, prevention of choking, drowning, and also for taking care of your, your older adults as your parents um, grow old and may need CPR in the future, God forbid. But it's always something that if you have these skills at hand, you're able to offer more support and get a better outcome for your loved ones. Now, we're talking, of course, about um, uh, water protection uh, with uh, young kids and, and families and, I guess, adults as well, too. Even uh, some of our senior citizens, we kind of need to keep a close eye on around the pools and stuff. Uh, but we were talking about uh, just child safety in general, and I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, I also see a, a number to call for poison control. So that's uh, something else that kids face. Let's talk about some of the other dangers that young children in particular face here in the uh, Palm Beach County area. Sure. Well, children, they're very inquisitive. They're learning a lot of new things, and they are quite a bit of a hazard to themselves. It's really important to, to go on to a resource like Safe Kids or get in touch with your pediatrician and get a list of hazards and things that you can take care of in your home to keep your kids safe. The poison hotline, it's always good to get a safety sheet from safekids.org or any of the other sites and have a list on your refrigerator with numbers that you can call in the event of a problem. Just like you have 911 available, having the poison hotline, which is actually an easy number to remember, it's 1-800-222-1222, but also having CPR classes, having the appropriate locks on your cabinets, having toilet seat locks, making sure you keep bathrooms, laundry rooms closed, making sure you keep the laundry pods if you use Tide pods or any other of the dishwashing detergent or laundry detergent pods that can be mistaken for candy, making sure you have a child-safe lock on those and you have them up in an unreachable location. This can all be really helpful to, to keeping our young kids safe. I was talking with someone the other day uh, about some of the resistance we've been seeing uh, 
about wearing masks uh, in this uh, new era that we're facing these days. And someone had pointed out, you know, there was a great deal of resistance when they introduced uh, restraints in automobiles. And now the average person wouldn't think about getting uh, into a vehicle without uh, putting on their seatbelt. And that's something that uh, restraints in vehicles is something also very important, not only to do, but also to do the right way and to use the right equipment when it comes to our young people. Absolutely. I think that car seat restraints are one of the most confusing things out there. We do not, in the state of Florida, there's not good legislation. The legislation goes up to about age four for guidance for families, and then you're kind of on your own. Believe it or not, Disney has great resources for what car seats should be used at what age and stage. So does the American Academy of Pediatrics. Basically, the the best safety regulation for your kids is they don't sit in the front seat until they're 13 or older. They should stay in the back seat until they're 13. That is rarely practiced, but the younger kids don't have the spine stability to protect them from that airbag deployment. Their immature neck can lead to very severe injuries. So keeping those preteens and tweens in the back is really important. Small kids should stay rear-facing until age 2, and between age 2 and age between 8 and 12, depending on the weight and size of your child, your child should actually stay in a booster seat. I have an 11-year-old, and it was just practically murderous to keep her in a booster until age <laughs> age 9. I managed to keep her in that booster until age 9, but she's already pushing to get in the front seat. Mm-hmm. It's really a hard fight for parents, but you've got to stay true to these rules. This is how you can keep your kids safe in the car. Always, no matter how many people are planning to go somewhere, every child needs to have a dedicated seat and a dedicated seat belt. Well, this is all great advice and uh, all good stuff for folks to learn. You know, new parents and uh, not not a bad idea for uh, uh, parents who are on their third or fourth child to brush up on these tips as well. Mm-hmm. So can, they, uh, can we direct them to a website where they can get more uh, access to this great information? Sure, of course. The American Academy of Pediatrics, which is aap.org, is a great um, resource for for that, um, for the car seats. And actually, Disney Kids has a great uh, guide. And safekids.org backslash guide has the ultimate car seat guide with tips and videos that can help, help kids um, be properly seated and secured in their cars. So now uh, one of the things about uh, Safe Kids Worldwide that's making it uh, successful is partnerships. And I want to give you an opportunity to uh, shout out to your partners who are involved in this initiative. Sure. We have WaterSmart Broward, which has a drowning task force coalition, and they have CPR instructors for the SPUD students. And YMCA of South Florida uh, is able to provide swim lessons uh, for our community at large, really great partners for trying to keep the kids safe in our community. Well, thank you so much for being with us on South Florida Sunday, and we wish everyone listening a very safe summer here in South Florida, and we hope that uh, they paid attention and will heed these uh, water safety tips and other child tips that we've been offering this morning, and we hope that you go to the website and access the information, and uh, we hope you all have a great summer. Thank you so much, Dr. Neville, for being with us on South Florida Sunday. Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure to speak with you.